Hey everyone, I'm gonna try and not spend too much time on this so we can just go ahead and get into the stories. But I just wanted to say I'm sorry for the delay in content lately. I've had a lot of things going on in my personal life, but I'm really trying my best to get back to the videos. I also wanted to mention that I'm gonna be doing daily videos very soon, and I've actually recently hired a full-time editor to edit audio for me, and that's honestly gonna help me out so much in getting out more videos. Oh, and I've already mentioned this in the last couple of videos, but I've been streaming on Twitch, so maybe stop by and hang out sometime. Alright, that's all I wanted to say. I hope you enjoy the video, and thank you all so much for your patience and support. I really appreciate you guys more than you know. This happened in 2008 when I was 13 years old. I'm now 27, and I'm also a female. I remember it like it was yesterday. I lived in Cincinnati at the time, and it was January. My middle school was called off due to a snowstorm the night before. I was home alone because my dad and stepmom had to go to work, which meant my little sister was at daycare and my older brother had a dentist appointment. My dad worked for lawn care, and he sometimes came home for lunch if he was in the area. So when I was awoken by the noises coming from the basement, well, I thought it was just him home for lunch going through things in the basement, so I really didn't think anything of it. When I got out of bed, I could still hear what I thought was my dad in the basement, but as I approached the stairs, something just felt extremely off. I really don't know what caused me to do this, but instead of yelling, I then whispered, Dad, is that you? He didn't respond though, so I quietly went to the front door and then looked out the tiny square window. That's when I saw two men walking up the snow-covered hill to my backyard. I found out later that there was also a third man, and he was the one who broke the basement window. I quickly then realized the noises that I heard was actually the basement window directly under my bed in the basement being broken. I then ran back to my bedroom, immediately hopped into my closet, and called my mom. When she answered, I told her what was happening. She then called my brother to see if he would go home because I kind of had a history of being scared to be home alone, so neither of them actually believed that there were people in the house. Before my brother got there, and right after my mom and I got off the phone, I called 911. I don't think the dispatcher believed me at first, because she had asked me several times if I was sure there were people trying to enter my house. Meanwhile, the three men had literally already entered the house, and they were hauling ass up the basement stairs. After I told her that, I immediately noticed a change in her voice. And she told me to stay calm and she asked me if I was in a safe place, to which I told her I was inside my bedroom closet, except the door wouldn't close all the way, because as most teenagers, my room was only clean because I threw a lot of it in my closet, so I had to hold my closet door shut. The dispatcher then told me to let her know what I could hear, if anything. I told her that I'd been hearing them talk to each other in the living room, but that I couldn't really understand what they were saying. The next thing I knew, they were breaking down my dad and stepmom's bedroom door that was right next to my room. Not too long after that, I see the crack of my closet door and one of the men enter my room. And then a few seconds later, he walked back out. Obviously realizing it was a child's bedroom and that he probably wasn't going to find anything worthwhile in there. A few moments later, 
One of the men then shouts, He's home! Let's get the fuck out of here! And they all started running away. Or so I thought. A little backstory about the house. It was fairly old, so to open all the windows, even the basement, you had to crank a lever to open or close them, unlike the glass block windows that can be broken or seen through. Not only that, but the front door didn't open because the house had settled too much and it wouldn't unlock, so the couch was in front of it. Because the front door didn't work, we used the side door to get in and out. I'm not sure why, but the side door had to be locked with a key from the inside of the house just to be able to leave. Everybody had a key besides my little sister. That being said, the men had to leave the way they entered, with everything they were trying to steal, which was through the basement window. After the dispatcher then informed me that the police had my house surrounded and it was safe to come out, it took me quite a while to leave my closet because, well, I didn't truly know if they were gone. When I finally got the balls to get out, I grabbed my key and then darted to the side door to let the police inside. I didn't see my brother anywhere, so I didn't know if something had happened to him or if it was even him who came. Not long after, I let the police inside and my brother came inside walking in the dining room. I jumped up so fast and gave him the biggest hug that I'd ever given him. When the police asked us to tell them what happened, I heard my brother tell them that when he got to the house, he walked up to the side door like he normally would, and when he was about to unlock it, he was met with one of the men through the window. He said that the men cocked his gun, put it under the glass, and then said, Hey, bitch. And then after that, he said that he froze up, and then when he finally could feel his legs again, he ran up the street and started knocking on doors. After about three houses, he knocked on the fourth, and a little girl answered, so he asked her to go get her mommy. When the woman came to the door, she could see that he was frazzled and asked him what was wrong. That's when he then told her that there were men inside her house and his little sister was inside. She called the police and then my brother called our grandparents just to let them know that I was telling the truth. I then asked the officers if they caught the men and he assured me that they did. A little while later, a police car pulled up to the front of my house and they had one of the men stand outside of it for my brother to identify the one who pulled the gun on him. I was so happy that they were all caught and that we were safe. My grandparents and my mom both got around there at the same time, and I just remember them all rushing up to hug me. My mom then called my dad who rushed home immediately, and my stepmom wasn't too far behind him. Understandingly, my dad let me go with my mom and stay at her house for a few days, and I also didn't go to school. The township reached out to my dad and invited us to come to the town center for about a week after the break-in. When we got there, I was surrounded by the officers who were there that day and apprehended the men, and they awarded me with a certificate of bravery for staying calm and helping them catch the men, along with a little gift bag of girly items. About a month later, we had to go to the men's court date, where we met a woman and her son in the waiting area that also had their house broken into a week before our house got broken into by the same men who just so happened to steal one of the guns she had. As it turns out, the two men had three guns, but only one of them was loaded. I was honestly way too overwhelmed to be in the courtroom and to have to see those men again, so the judge allowed us to stay in the waiting area until the hearing was over. Two of the men ended up getting seven years in prison, and the other got 12 years in prison because he pulled a gun on my brother. It's been a long time since then, and they're all out of prison now. And for a little while, 
I was really scared that they would come back once they got out because my dad still lives there. But nothing has happened since that day. I've always heard stories about houses being broken into, but I never actually thought it would happen to me. I'm really, really glad that I was old enough to know what to do in that situation and that the men never knew I was in the house with them until they were in court. Because who the hell knows what they would have done to me if they knew. My name is Jack and this is the story about me and my friends who were almost the victims of a home invasion. I was home alone and just to map it out, my house is out in the country surrounded by the woods and there were only a few houses on each side and across. My brother Alex was out at a party and our parents were out of town for business. I was watching scary movies and I got really bored so I called over two of my friends for obvious reasons. I'm gonna use their first name initials, so I invited A and C over to hang out and watch some scary movies with me. After A and C arrived, we had watched the new Scream movie, and it was really amazing. After watching the movie, we had went to hang out on my balcony. There was a really light breeze outside, and it felt really nice. After about five minutes of being outside, we had heard something come from the tree line of the woods. C went inside to go get a flashlight, and A and I sat outside and listened for more sounds. After about two minutes of C being in the house, we had heard really fast footsteps coming from every direction. It was completely dark outside, and the only light was the backyard light. A and I just stood there for 10 seconds, and the footsteps getting closer and closer by the second. That's when I then yelled, Dude, run! And then A and I ran into the house and slammed the door and locked it. C came running downstairs, asking us what was happening. I explained to him that someone or something was running towards us after I went into the house. After that, we then heard banging on the back door, but we couldn't see who it was because there were blinds there. We stared at the door, and then someone started banging on the front door and the garage door too. We now knew that there were more than two people, but we were kind of confused about how someone got into the garage without us hearing it open. All of a sudden, the intruder started knocking on all three doors simultaneously, so all three of us then ran upstairs and then hid in my mom and dad's closet because it was a really big walk-in. While we were hiding, I had called the police, and they had said they already had a dispatch on their way because apparently they already got a call from neighbors saying that three masked men had emerged from three different parts of the woods and then started running towards our house and started running around our house and knocking on doors and windows. After I got off the phone with the police, I called my brother and I told him what was happening. And while I was explaining, I heard the sound of glass shattering from downstairs and then the sound of three men laughing. Tears then flooded my eyes as everything had finally sucked in at once. And then in my mind, I was really thinking I was going to die. A and C's eyes started getting teary as everything had sunk in for them too. As I could then hear the men walking up the stairs, I heard the police sirens in the distance and I heard the three men running down the stairs. And then right in that moment, I heard it. This is the police. Hands up. I was filled with relief as the police officer ran up to the closet and told us we could come out and that they got two of the three men in custody. When the three of us went downstairs, I saw the two men and they looked disgusting and had really big grins on their faces. It made me sick to my stomach that they enjoyed this. I had asked the cops what happened to the third guy and they said that he got away and went back into the woods. The neighbor came over to make sure we were okay, 
and I thanked her a whole bunch of times for calling the police. After all that happened, my brother came home and we called ANC's parents to come get them. And because one of the men had escaped and was still at large, we stayed at C's house since he had the biggest house. We stayed all week there since it was spring break and our parents wouldn't be back until the end of the week. A week had passed by the time our parents came to pick us up and when we got home, all of our windows were broken but nothing got stolen. We called the police to see if they could dust for fingerprints but there was nothing there. My dad ended up getting a promotion so we're going to be moving to the city where it's more lively and he'll get to work from home. This experience really scared the absolute shit out of me and my friends, and I just really, really hope I never have to go through something like this ever again. This happened back in 1994 when I was 15. My friend Becky had asked me to stay the night. It was her parents' anniversary, so they were going out, and her sister was staying the night with a friend, so she really didn't want to be alone. I went home from school with her on that Friday. Now, to understand the story, you must understand the layout of the house. Now, when you pulled into the driveway, there was no garage, but there was a carport. The driveway had a walkway up to the front door, and the carport had a door that opened to the kitchen. This was a two-story house, so when you walked in through either of these doors, you could go through the living room to the back, as well as downstairs where my friend Becky and her sister's rooms were. It was also a laundry room, so the area was big. When you came down the stairs, the laundry area was to the left, and to the right was a sliding glass door that opened to the backyard. Now if you walked straight, it led to Becky's room, and then to the left of her room was a large closet, and then to the left of the closet was her sister's bedroom, which led back to the laundry room. It was like a square area from the bottom of the staircase. Now Becky's room was next to the backyard, and her bedroom window lined up with the ground. We were having a good time listening to music and gossiping about people at school like most teenage girls do on a Friday night in the 90s. I was resting with my head against the window because her bed was laid up against it, and I had remembered how the window lined up with the ground. Suddenly, my head jolted, and I heard a strange noise from outside the window. Becky could just see the fear in my eyes, so she turned down the music and she asked me what was wrong. As she proceeded to turn down the music, my head jolted yet again, and we heard the strange noise. Both of us this time. We were scared, and we then jumped up, ran to her sister's room, and called 911. We hung up, but 911 called us back. We told them what happened, but that we were really scared for a second. But then we thought it was lame to call 911 because it was probably nothing. Well, they thought it was best to send in an officer anyways, just to check it out. They told us to head upstairs and to make sure all the doors were locked and the windows and that an officer would be at the front door soon to check on us. For a moment there, we were really scared to head upstairs because the staircase was next to the sliding glass door that led to the backyard with no curtains or anything for privacy. So if you were outside, you could definitely see in. Out of nowhere, Becky's dog barks and Becky gets so concerned and she tells me that she has to open the back door to let her inside. At this point, we were terrified. We started crying. I asked her to please not open the door, but she was really upset and she didn't want anything to happen to her dog. We then finally got the courage to open the door. We grabbed the dog quickly, shut and locked the door, and then ran back upstairs as fast as we could. 
Once we got upstairs, we hid out in the kitchen and then waited for the police. It honestly seemed like hours, and I had sat on the floor hiding because there were so many windows and I didn't want anyone outside to see me. Finally, we saw headlights. We then opened the door from the kitchen that led to the carport to go greet the officer. It was her parents, but as soon as her parents got out of the car, the police officer showed up too. Becky's dad had then started to laugh and then said, What have you girls been up to? We proceeded to tell him what happened, and the officer got his flashlight out to have a look around. It was probably around 11 o'clock at night when this happened. We then went in the house while the cop looked around. It had done a little bit of raining that evening, so the cop was able to see the footprints that led up to the front door and the footprints next to her bedroom window as well. Becky and I just looked at each other in disbelief. Someone really had been at her bedroom window when I felt my head jolt and that weird noise. Someone was trying to break in. The officer didn't find anyone, but he told us to be careful and to call if we hear anything. About an hour or so later, we were falling asleep when all of a sudden, her dog who had been left back outside began to bark ferociously. By the time we got out of bed, her dad was already in the backyard with a shotgun, yelling his ass off for someone to get out of the yard. The person then jumped the fence to the cemetery. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention, but Becky's backyard was right next to a cemetery. Someone had been hiding in the storage unit in the backyard for God knows how long, and who the hell knows what they wanted. Becky and I just looked at each other again in terror. Who the hell was this person who took off through the cemetery, and what would have happened if they had broken in while we were there alone? I don't even want to think about it. This happened about six years ago when I was 16. For some context, I'll give you the layout of my house. When you enter the front door, you'd be led into the living room. If you keep going straight, you'll enter a little hallway. To the right is the kitchen, and straight ahead is the staircase. To the left is the downstairs bathroom. When you get upstairs, my bedroom is straight ahead. To the left is my parents' bedroom, and then to the right is the upstairs bathroom. Sorry about that, but I just had to explain the layout. Now here's the story. This also happened whenever the clown craze was happening, so keep that in mind. Anyways, my parents were going on vacation to another state. I didn't really want to go, so my dad just gave me his debit card to survive while they were gone. They were really only supposed to be gone for about a week, but that didn't happen. This happened on the fourth night. I was just watching the news when another clown attack had been reported. I remember thinking to myself, Man, these clowns are really fucking crazy. After that, I had started to get really hungry, so I ordered myself some Chinese takeout. I went up to my room to eat and watch a little bit of YouTube. When I was about halfway done with my food, I had heard a loud smash come from downstairs. I then went downstairs to check it out. Since I left the lights on downstairs, I could clearly see who was there, and as you can imagine, it was probably the most disturbing thing that I'd ever seen. It was a man dressed up as a clown, but the entire costume was really dirty. But the most disturbing part of it all was that he was actually holding a fucking machete. I quietly sneaked up to my parents' room and locked the door. I went to hide in their bathtub, and that's when I decided to call the police. 
I then heard the clown start to open and close the doors that were downstairs. Then, I had heard him make his way upstairs. I was being as quiet as I possibly could, trying not to get caught. He then started banging on my parents' bedroom door. I'm not even kidding. I almost shit myself. I decided to jump out the window. Not really caring about my injuries, I ran to the nearest neighbor's house to try and get some help. As I was running, I had seen some cops driving down the road. I ran to them and I told them what happened and all about the clown that had broken into the house. They rushed inside my house and they caught him. The cops had called my parents and they came home immediately. I rarely ever stayed home alone after that and I always went with my parents. I'm 22 years old now and I still have nightmares all about that incident. I always wonder what could have happened to me if I didn't jump out the window or if the police weren't there. And for the psychotic clown that did this, I hope you rot in hell for what you did to me. Fuck you.